And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. So I was at, so I'm sorry. Hi, Kamna. Hi, Leah. (laughs) I was just so excited to tell you. I was at a work party last week and one of my coworkers came up to me and said, how's your podcast going? And I was telling him how great it is and how easy it is. And he said, I've, you know, I've really always wanted to have my own. And I said, oh my gosh, you totally should. I said, Spotify has a podcast platform that's really easy. I was telling him how we record it, then we distribute it everywhere, and we could even earn money, hopefully. Um, it's all in one place, and I was telling him it's called Spotify for Podcasters. Do you want to tell him how it works? Well, I was really nervous when we first started this because I was like, I don't know how to do a podcast. What am I doing? And the person who taught me how to do a podcast, he said, use this um, app, basically. It's Spotify for Podcasters, and you can record and you can distribute, and it's just all in one place. And you don't have to go and seek out other sites and other uh, uh, like um, streaming services. You can just do it from one place. Wait, you do it right from your phone or your own personal computer, right? I do it from my laptop, and I do it within a matter of minutes. Oh, good. Then I don't feel bad that I don't help you too much with that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do know that videos are available, and I think we should work on that sometime soon. Yeah, I think we can upload some of our re- recordings, especially when we do it on Zoom. So with Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Yeah. And I have to say this experience with Spotify Spotify for Podcasters, that's a tongue twister. I was going to say tongue twister. (laughs) It's so easy that I feel really smart using it. You should feel smart and proud of yourself. But I think anybody can do it. That's the beauty of this. So if anybody's interested, they should download download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So just as a, um, a note of whatever I have I'm a little under the weather so I might cough and I sound nasally just so everybody knows but I'm okay you sound sexy that's how you sound (laughs) but you disagree Uh, with me so you guys all be the judge of this I love your perspective glass all the way full for me right oh nice I like it not even half let's go all the way today awesome so what we're talking about today um I well of course we went in different directions like we always do yeah. But I I really um didn't know where to even start googling, so I think that we're going to have fun with it. I think so too. We're talking about do you always sit where you always sat? Mhm. What does that mean to you right off the right yeah. off the bat I I immediately well made a list of where I li- I took it literally first. Like I went literally do I do that? And then from there I I did some diving in deeper at other spots. What about you? Mm-hmm. Just a, I'm a creature of habit. So this topic was right up my alley. I always do the same things the same way, same order. I feel weird if I don't. Yeah. So, but I think that might hurt us more than it helps us. Some cases. 
Oh, oh, I can't wait to hear about that then. Yeah. So, but before we get into it, I want to hear about your call to action. How did it go? And remind us what it was. So my call to action was to write on a post-it my why, which was to be more confident in my behaviors. I don't remember the exact wording, but uh, so that I could be a better role model for my clients. Okay. And um, I didn't find a post-it in my house for some you reason. Don't? No, Come on, but you it, do. Was, it was in my brain all week. Even when I was grocery shopping, I'm like, I have to grocery shop like somebody's watching me because then it'll make me not pick up the cookies or the crackers or I just Whoa. was. Wait, there's a lot I want to unpack from that just statement. First of all, okay. I'm going to be mean and okay. say, we're thinking of it at the grocery store. Why don't you just get post-it notes? <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's a good point. Right? Yes. Okay. Second of all, did you write it anywhere? No. No. Okay. But it's in, the, it's in my brain. Okay. Well, the third thing I want to unpack from that's what everything you said was, I love the thought of grocery shopping like someone's watching me. Really? Never done it. I Is think it that's creepy? amazing. Maybe, but I mean, if I'm ever creeped out, I want to get in and get out and get the heck out of there. So that yeah. might be a good thing right? Yeah. Even I went gone to, um, I was away, but I, w- I went to a casino and I was drinking coffee late at night and I put cream and I put sugar in and I'm like, what if somebody was watching me right now? They would say, why are you having sugar in your coffee? I, I had that feeling of like, there was yeah. a voice in my head that, right, should you be doing that? Is that what you want to do for yourself? Okay, But that's a good thing to do. I think is to say that to yourself instead of Sometimes we're just so autopilot that we're just doing these things. I think yes. you should be proud that you said, wait, people might say, should you, you know, why are you doing that? Or should you, I think that's okay. Don't you? Yeah. It, it <laughs> has happened in real life where people are on the reverse. Like, don't look at my plate. Don't judge me, which I don't, I don't ever do that, but I felt it towards me. So I thought, well, I need to be a better example and role model. It actually helped me a lot this week. Oh, good. But I think, it, what would you tell your client if they said, Pat, I just, I had to have, I just wanted sugar in my coffee that night. Well, that's fine. Right. That's what you needed to tell yourself too. Yeah, I did. I'm like, it's okay. I just had a little sugar. I haven't had desserts. I am not eating sweets. It's fine. Good. Good. I'm glad. I think it was a success then. I still will want to challenge you to write it down. Oh, I'm going to. I think we have posted somewhere in the house, but my house is a little bit of a disaster right now, so I need to clean it up. I really think that writing it down is so important. Well, you all know that. I well, probably say that. Well, you wrote it down. So I did a couple things. One, I did not put it on a post-it and put it in my underwear drawer. Oh. And I don't, I don't know why I didn't, if I'm being honest with you. I don't think I have. I don't know why I didn't. I wrote it on my Fitbit band. I know I posted, a, I, I don't know if you can see it, but I did. I wrote the word confidence on my Fitbit band and it has helped me. Really? When I'm going to reach something, I see the word there. You know what I mean? Like anytime I'm going to reach something, I see it. And how, what happens after that, after you see it? Uh, a lot of times I'm like, oh yeah. And I, I actually won't grab it then, or I'll grab less of it of what I would, whatever it was, you know really? what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and so I, I the point is to be able to visually see it, yeah. that 
it may stops the action. I think that's so important is that visualization. Wow. So I am going to eventually put my why on a post-it note in there, but maybe part of the reason I didn't is because I'm still trying to narrow down a narrow it down a little bit more my why so mm-hmm. I did start my 100 reasons why and I got to 28 can you give us a couple yeah I will give you a couple um, um I'll give you a couple that are again some of them are really vulnerable but a couple was my husband bought me uh, a shirt he went to Florida for spring break to stay with his cousin and he brought me a shirt back and it's tight and I don't want to admit to I don't not by the way, he wouldn't care, but I don't want to be like, this one doesn't fit. Like, I just don't want to say that to him. I don't know why. I think it was nice. He got me this one size. He must think that I look that way or else he was trying to flatter me. I don't know. But anyway, so that's one of them to fit in the shirt he gave me. Um, another one was, I always want to be able to climb in the third row of my car. Mm-hmm. My car is three rows and I yeah. was watching my kids get in and out of it. And this weekend I couldn't because I hurt myself. And I was like, ah, that stinks that I can't ride back there if I need to. So that was one of them. Um, To, this is going to be shallow, but I want people to go, oh my God, what did you do? You know what I'm talking about? No. Like when somebody sees you for a while, hasn't seen you for a while, they're like, oh my God, you look great. What did you do? What are you doing? Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. I I want that feeling. Um, and then a couple more is I want to fit in my wedding dress because I used to wear it every week. Um, and then just a lot of them, I, I don't want to have to have boob sweat. Okay, so many questions. Okay, sorry. First of all, I got to go backwards. You wear your wedding dress. What did you say? God, I used to put my wedding dress on every every year on my anniversary. Every year. Okay. I heard something. I, I think I stopped like three years ago. Why did you put it on for your anniversary? I don't, I think just to, it was like my anchor at the time. Like, this is why I want to make sure I could, I, it really helped me there. So, hmm. yeah. So I, I, but I haven't put it on in like three years and I don't fit in it now. So, so, and okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So are you, you must not be that far off though. Not that far. Off. I mean, I am. But it would still fit tightly. It wouldn't fit flatteringly, but it would fit tightly. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And then you said you don't want to have boob sweat? Yeah, not boob, like roll, like sweat where I have rolls. Okay, because if you have boobs, you're going to have sweat, right? Yeah, <laughs> so I said it wrong. Like, but you know, like sweat in places that are from foldovers of skin. Okay. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. I think right. it's just a funny scene. I'm visualizing it in my head. <laughs> oh, there's some other ones that are ridiculous on here. I don't even know if I want to read them all. <laughs> anyway, I mean, obviously there are more ones like I want to be there to take care of my kids and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm going to be working on my, I'm home this week, so I'm going to work on mine. Okay. Yeah. And I actually thought of a bunch of more while I was driving and which of course I don't have my notebook and now of course I can't remember them so but it's a work in progress I'm gonna still keep going with it car is always where I get the best ideas and especially when I'm driving yeah and then you can't even grab your phone and do a note text because you're yeah I agree so but it was overall I would say a success excellent yeah I think finding that why has been really beneficial 
Yes, I agree with you. I also want to go back, if we don't mind, a couple weeks. I'll, I'll make this fast. A couple weeks ago when we did the topic on the other side of the road, the yeah. other side of the story, I did that this week on something totally not even related. I was getting ready for work and I was aggravated that I had to do 15 things before I left and nobody was doing anything to help me. And I went, mm-hmm. okay, let's play this scenario out. What if they are, what if I throw a fit and they do the, what I do, the things I needed, unload the groceries, load the dishwasher, unload the, all of those things. And I played it out. And what would have happened was they would have all came to me 50 times and said, mom, where does this go? Mom, where does this go? And if they didn't, then they would put away groceries somewhere that I didn't know there they were going to be. And then I would be like, I swear I bought that and didn't, do you know what I mean? So I was walking through this scenario going, no, I'm actually, this is actually better that I have to do it. And they're not because this is better for me mentally. Mm-hmm. But I was immediately getting mad going, no, I can't believe nobody is offering to help me. And I went, let me, let me do both sides of the story. I did both sides and I was so happy that nobody offered to help me. Really? Yeah. I was actually relieved. So it changed your mind just walking through that process. Totally. Totally changed my mind. I was like, I, I, I really am glad nobody's helping me right now. Wow. I know. So I really recommend anybody go both sides of the story. That was the point of me telling you that. I love that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm ready to dive into this week. Are you? Well, so yeah. where did you start? I immediately started with a list of places I always sit. Where do you always sit? Okay. Same. Always, always, always Uh, kitchen table. Right? You have the you- same chair. Yeah, do you? Well, we don't really sit at the kitchen table anymore, but I have a seat. But when your whole family's there, do you have a a special seat? seat, And I have a seat at the kitchen counter. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, because you have an island, so that would make sense. Okay. Um, Church. Really? You always sit in the same place? Yep. Whenever we go, we and I always have, yeah. And even when I was little, my mom, we would always sit in the same like maybe not the exact same spot, but like same vicinity. And if someone is sitting in your chair, what happens? We sit in the row back or the okay. row in front. Those two. We, we never go to the other side. <laughs> why, why? I don't know. Um, I also noticed, I asked my daughter and she said in class, they all sit like the first day of school where they sit is where they usually sit unless the teacher makes a move. So that was one. Don't they have assigned seats? They, if they don't have assigned seats, wherever they sit becomes their assigned, like that's just where they always sit. Right. Um, my couch. Mm-hmm. Do you always do that? Yeah. Um, when I was in the throes of losing weight, I'm still over there, but someone said to me, maybe the reason you want a nighttime snack is because you're always sitting in the same space. And now your behavior of nighttime snacking has become associated with that place. We talked about this before. Yeah. So then I try to like mix it up sometimes. It's true. We all, we have these special, also the side of your bed you sleep on. Yes. So because I'm sick, I'm sleeping in my daughter's bed and her nightstand is on the opposite side of where I normally would sleep. So I picked that side, but I'm like, I'm all confused. It messes you. Do you know that when I got married, somebody gave me in my in my shower like this note that said, "Make sure you pick the right side of the the correct side of the bed because this will be the same spot you sleep until the day you die." And I was yes. like, "Ah!" Uh, and sure enough, it's so true, isn't it? Yes. 
Yes. So do, do you have any other ones to add to it? So if we're, if I'm driving a lot, if I'm driving with myself or my friends or my kids, I'm driving. But if I'm with my husband, I always go to the passenger side of the car. Always, no matter what. Always. You're never in the back with one of the kids? Well, the kids are not home, but um, I'm in the passenger side unless he's um, been drinking. So then I drive, which feels odd to me. Hmm. Why does it feel odd to you to be on that side? Because it's just different. Hmm. Okay. It's interesting. I I sit anywhere if I'm not the driver. Really? Yeah, but I wonder why that is. You're not as rigid as me. Maybe, maybe. But I'm rigid in other spots, like my couch. Yeah. No, I, so I was really wondering why we do this. Like what, what causes it? And there was a lot of studies actually done on it. A lot of them were mainly in college classrooms. They would sit and watch college students sit. And the reason that we do this is because we, we feel like it can help us gain control of our environment which then if we feel in control of our environment, we, we now have the confidence to achieve our goals with minimal interference. Okay. So there's less obstacles. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right. That. So we have to, un- if you unpacked, and I, I tried to do this, I unpacked like each section and went, yeah, I guess if I always sit in the spot, I feel more in control of what I'm eating and maybe what my family's eating. If I always sit in the spot, I feel more in control of my mind and how I feel. And maybe like, I think if we all really think about it, maybe we really are trying really hard to feel like we're in control of something. Yes. That spot is the thing, right? Yeah. What do you think? I agree. I think when things are, things are generally chaotic in the world. So to maintain some sense of control over your day, you're going to do some repetitive behaviors. Mm -hmm. For me, it was always eating the same breakfast for years I ate toast with a cup of tea or then it evolved to cereal and then it evolved to yogurt when I was trying to get healthier I mean I've always done the same things I sit in the same place I do the same behaviors together oh so you went down that road Mm -hmm. interesting did it help you or did you just feel like you were in control of something it gives me uh, some predictability to my day. Oh, wait, why? Tell me what you mean by that. So I know what I'm doing in the morning. Generally, I know what I'm eating for breakfast. Sometimes I know what I'm eating for lunch. I know what time we're going to eat dinner. I know what time I'm going to go upstairs for bed. It gives me uh, some guidelines for my day. You use two words that are so intriguing, guidelines and predictability. What would happen if you didn't do those? Well, it has happened where everything is in chaos. And and like, for example, when in Thanksgiving, we always used to host. We still host, but it has been many years since COVID. But we always host. And during that time, there's chaos in my house just because there's a number of people and I'm hosting. So things are out of the norm. It just feels, it feels nice because everyone's here, but it also feels a little, I need my routine back. Mm. So do you think the, 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 the thought of always sitting where I've always said is all about a routine? Probably because if, if you're working and then people are throwing a million things at you, or if you're 
out and about, or if you're with your kids, especially with kids, things are so unpredictable. Or if you're taking care of anybody else, you don't know what can happen at any moment. So some of those things that are, are what we always did give us some like peace. That's not the word I'm looking for. What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, peace is a, is one, but a control or, or, um, semblance of reality like this is normal like okay this might all be fading and going crazy but this part of my day is normal yes yes are there other things that you do the same all the time my morning routine is the same Mm -hmm. always the same usual I mean most of the time but I mean I don't think I do other things like, are you saying, like, am I pretty predictable? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or are there parts of your day where the kids are like, oh, it's 3.30. She's going to be having her afternoon coffee, for example. No, I don't think anybody in my life would tell me I'm predictable, except mm-hmm. my wake up time and my morning things. And why is that important to you? I feel like that sets my tone for the whole day. Okay. And what happens when you don't get your morning routine? Um, I feel like I forgot something all day long. Really? Yeah. Wow. But other than that, I don't care what happens in my day. But you need the morning to be square. I need that morning to be, yeah. But, and you sound like you need it more all day. I need pockets of it all day. And even if it's been a couple of days where I haven't had it, then as soon as... I'm a place where I can get back to routine. I try. Yeah. Pockets of it. That's an interesting way. Maybe I need more pockets of it in my life. Do you? Maybe. It sounds like you're doing fine without it though. Well, I'm not at my goal weight. So maybe I'm not. Maybe I need some more pockets of, you know what I mean? Do you think that would help your goal weight? Well, I'm going back to like, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. Maybe oh. I need to change something yeah and maybe change it in that way like put a little pocket of another routine somewhere in my day Mm. I like the wording you used of a pocket of something that's a routine there but you do have pockets you do your 15 minute exercise you make dinner you pick up your kids but those aren't always the same time every day okay and I'm not always doing those. I'm not always doing the same thing at those times. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Your pockets of the day sound more like I know what I'm going to do at this time. Yeah. Right. If I'm home, then yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. even if I wake up in the morning, I kind of have a plan, even if it's not written down, but I have a plan of what I'm going to be doing in the day. In your like, head, this is in your head. Like if it's housework or if it's whatever, but my workout is going to get in there. And then my morning leisurely breakfast is going to be in there. Okay. Hmm. So where else, how else did you go with this topic? So um, I was looking up, you know, how to change patterns or behaviors. So the one thing that I looked up was... um, Attempting to change yourself through willpower can result in building negative neural pathways and it can trigger fight or flight and set you back on your old self so that means that if you try to change yourself by saying i I just got to push through it i got to do it i got to force myself 
it's going to trigger those feelings that are going to cause you to react. And the reaction is going to take you back to your old behaviors. So if Wait. you're, what I mean in a, a practical sense is, suppose something is upsetting you. Okay. Let's say it's work. Okay. For as an example, so let's say work upset you and your natural inclination would be like, you know, you just got to tough it out. Everybody has tough work. It's fine. No big deal. But then that can cause you to have more negative feelings, which can cause you to go back to your old behaviors. So if your old behavior was that you ate when you're stressed or shamed or whatever, because now you've shamed yourself, then you're going to eat because that's what your body knows. Interesting. So is that the flight or the, is that what you mean by fight or flight? So when you're causing this shame, this is the way I understood it. This is from a website called entrepreneur.com. When you're causing yourself these moments of shame or guilt or pressure, and most of that's internal, right? then you're triggering something within yourself. That's what you said. You have to understand your trigger. And then that will cause a reaction in you, fight or flight, and sometimes freeze. So you're going to have this natural feeling of, I got to get out of here, or I need to, I'm going to throw down right now. Let's go. Or you're going to be stuck. I love the whole, I've never, I've heard fight or flight and freeze many times, but I've never really applied it to some of these situations. And I think you're right. Like when we are out of our comfort zone, we immediately go to one of those three places, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so internal and it's so um, subconscious. We don't even realize what we're doing or how we're reacting sometimes. Have you ever felt annoyed by something and you're like, I don't know why I'm getting annoyed by this. Yeah. There's days I wake up that way. There's, that's what that is. That's the fight or flight thing going yeah. or. When you're reacting to something that you really haven't processed and your natural inclination is to say, I I'm mad and I don't know why and everybody's going to get the brunt of my anger. Oh, so what do we do in those situations then? Well, that's a longer road, but um oh. the so the other statement that this website said was repeated fight or flight can cause sabotaging behaviors such as avoidance. So if you're a person who's like I can't deal with this right now. I'm out of here. So that fight or flight can cause you to have that. It can also cause changes in mood, which is my problem. I react, I'm emotional, I get angry, increased anxiety and uh, identity shift. So maybe you're a really normal, peaceful person. You're very copacetic, but then suddenly you shift to someone who's like an angry, irritated person. That can be a, a result of fight or flight. The other thing I read, which was an interesting connection, which I made, which I learned, is that nutritional deficiencies, inflammation, medications, and more can amplify or even trigger fight or flight. So we have the emotional piece for fight or flight so that emotions can cause you to want to run away or to fight, but also Mm -hmm. physical things that are happening in your body. So if you don't have enough nutrition or if you have some irritation inflammation or even medications can cause you to have a fight or flight response 
So there are situations and and apps and actual like I guess quote unquote things that can cause that fight or flight response in your body. Yes. Wow. I was a little bit blown away by that. It's not just oh someone took my seat and I'm mad and and trying to like well that probably makes you do fight or flight too. Yeah, or if when I was eating yogurt, if someone ate the last of the yogurt, I'd be really mad. Yeah. <laughs> like wait, I, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. So is the is it is it maybe all about like just a w- being aware of this feeling and going okay I feel I'm feeling that right now so yeah. now what well, why am I feeling it that's the important piece of this is to really recognize we all have the feeling but do mm-hmm. you take a minute to stop and really assess the feeling I'm getting agitated what is happening right now what am I reacting to and then I was on um, Facebook or or TikTok and I wish I got the creator's name who said this, and I'm sorry for not having a source, but this also touched me in a deep way. She said, when you aren't used to being confident, confidence will feel like arrogance. When you are used to being passive, assertiveness will feel like aggression. When you aren't used to getting your needs met, prioritizing yourself feels selfish. And your comfort zone may not be a good benchmark. By the way, I just love, I can't, I can't comprehend the comfort zone might not be the good benchmark, but I love those first three things so much. So much. But I think it makes sense to me that if, if you're in a comfort zone, it may not be what is good for you now. Right. So you're saying don't use this as your judgment on if this is good or not good. Quote unquote. Yeah. 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 You something that you connected to that, right? You were sat telling me. Well, I, I was going, when I was looking it up, I went down a rabbit hole of, yeah, when things change and why things change and all that. And it was really about like, when your circumstances change, then that means you need to change. And we sometimes get so stuck doing the same thing over and over and over because we've always done it that way and we're comfortable doing it that way. And for some of us, it was the way we were taught, right? Like if we've always, always, always done it that way, Mm -hmm. then we need to figure out sometimes a way to change it, right? So for the example they really gave was like, if you have lost 20 pounds, we can't keep doing what we started doing the same way. Cause you're a whole new person. You're in a new size clothes. You're in a, your, your, your identity is a little bit different. You need to change. And that goes with the same thing with like medication. If you got on a new medication, your circumstance has now changed. It is now time for you to do something different as well. Right. Right. It can impact you negatively or positively. Right. And I feel like we're all so stuck in it. There was a really great story I read and it might be boring and too long, but it really helped connect the dots for me. And it was about, um, a, mom getting ready for family dinner for a holiday dinner. And she, did you hear the story? No, I don't she cut the, well, you, she cut the two ends of the, the both ends of the ham off. And her daughter said to her mom, why do you do that? And she said, I don't know. That's what my mom always did. So the little girl went and asked her, called her grandma and said, when you made ham for family dinner, what, why did, did what did you do? And she said, well, I cut the ham, the ends off. Why did you do that? I don't know. That's what my mom always did. And then when she finally asked her great-grandmother, why did you cut the ends off of your ham? It was, well, because my pan was only this big and and it didn't fit in it. And it was all about like how we do things the way it's always been done. 
but the reason we're doing it has no relevance to what we're doing right now. Right. And am I doing, am I trying to lose weight the same way I tried to lose weight when I was 27? Yes. Good point. And you're a different person now. And I'm on different medication and I have different lifestyle. Like we have to sometimes look outside of the box and really realize that just because we've always sat in that same spot or we've always made this, this, this way, our circumstances are different now. Right. Right. I talk to somebody and they're like, well, I always, and I advise them to get off of gluten. They're like, but I always ate bread my whole life and I never had an issue, but the wheat itself is different. It's mm-hmm. not the same wheat for even from even 20 years ago. Yeah. It's Circumstances different. are different now, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's, a- I mean, I hear that so many times. Well, I've always drank caffeine at night or I've, I've never had trouble sleeping before. Like you're different. We're all different. And I think that this, when you don't want to admit that we're a little bit different and that things have changed and that's where that fight or flight comes up too. Yeah. They fight you. Right. Were they fighting you on it? Like I've always eaten gluten. That's never bothered me before. Yes. Yes. It's that resistance. You don't want to change. We so badly don't want to change. Yes. It's that thing we're talking about. I think last week or week before is inertia. We don't want it to be different. We don't want change because change can be uncomfortable and, and you know, you're just, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't want to change. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we do the things we always do because that's comfortable, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And, and maybe it was the right thing. You know what I mean? But now it's just changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like if you walk every day, that's great. But maybe you need to add something in there or make the pace faster. Yeah. Maybe you need to walk faster. Yes. You no. Know? Or a different, uh, route. Right. You know? Maybe up a hill a little bit more, like do a little bit more of an incline or, you know, yeah. yeah. If you always bought the same shoes, maybe you got to buy different shoes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Bust out of our comfort zone. We have to. Mm-hmm. So I, I also, you know, cause I love to find possible solutions. Love it. Um, I did Google something and it said, first, you need to define the concrete behavior you want to change or develop. So it can be in the negative or positive. Okay. Do- so wait, let's, let me, let me, let me write this. Let me do it while you do it. Okay. So okay. what do I need to do first? Identify the, the behavior that you want to change or develop. Okay. So what is what is your thing that you've written down, wrote down? I can speak. I, I, well, this will be my call. My call to action is not related to this topic, but maybe it is. I want to walk 15th. I want to walk more. Okay. So that's your behavior that you want to add. That I want to develop. Yep. So identify the triggers that would make you not walk. Okay. So like the time of the day, the heat, if it's too hot out, mm-hmm. um, those are some big ones. So the okay. time and the temperature. Okay. How could you deal with those uh, blocks or those um, interferences to what you want to do? Um, I can, during my morning routine, look at the weather. Okay. Right. And then? And then that would decide the time that I would need to get it in by if I'm going to do it. 
Okay. Also, I don't need to do a full like lap. If it's 90 degrees out, why can't I just walk to the end of the street and back? Yeah. Right. Why so that the time and the temperature, like just get some stuff in five minutes, 10 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you cannot do that, what is a substitute plan? Oh, if I can't get my whole goal done, you mean, yeah. or like if your walk, if your goal is a 15 minute walk and say it's pouring rain and you're not going to get outside, what is an alternative for you? Okay. I see what you're saying. Well, doing, doing something inside would be it. Okay. Yeah. And then change the larger plan. So <laughs> if if your goal is to do 15 minute walks, like you were saying, maybe you need to break it up or maybe you need a different route or maybe you need to add it into when you go to the store or change the bigger plan. So my bigger, my bigger plan this week is going to be, I want to get 15,000 steps every day, every day, because I get 10 and I've always gotten 10. So when I was looking at circumstances change and this always set where I've always set like 10,000 has been my benchmark for five years. Mm-hmm. And I get more than that about 12. So I think I need to up, right. If I've always done this, why am I stuck in that pattern? So I think when you say, look, change the bigger picture, what would I change for that? I'm I'm not really sure. Maybe it just needs to look a little different than what you think it is. Right. Okay. I'll have to think on this one. Yeah. Sometimes these things require more thought than the little, little time we have for this podcast. Right. Um, number six was use prompts. Oh. So if you want to walk, obviously your shoes would be a prompt or right. an alarm on your phone. Do you right. have a Fitbit? Fitbit, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Get support. Okay. That's have, doable. Yeah. Would you have yeah. somebody walk with you? Yeah, I could have my kids walk with me or um I, you know what I, I mean my podcasts that I listen to are my support. Because mm-hmm. I'm really behind on a lot of them and I want to get caught up. Yeah. So to me that's a support. They're not talking back to me, but I'm like, that's the support I need to get my butt out there. Oh yeah. Cause then you can listen and you're you're engaged. Yeah. And I almost don't want anybody to go with me because I want to get caught up on those. Right. Right. Oh. And then the last one is support and reward yourself. Support yourself. If you get your 15,000 steps every day, what's a way you could reward yourself? Oh, that's an interesting one. I don't know. I don't know, but I'll have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'll definitely play with it. I, I, in my head, like I'm, I'm making this all a game and I'm trying to make, I'm trying to gamify my 15,000 steps. Why not? So I I have to, right. I have to figure out a way to gamify it, to make it interesting and fun. But I, I'm really curious how you're going to get that in because for me, I can do 10, but getting to 15 is like a different category almost. Really? Like I need to figure out how to get those extra 5,000 steps. Okay. So 
this isn't that big of a stretch for me. I get 13,300. I get 12,7. I mean, if I, there's, I mean, many days, this is just the last week, 12,000, 14,000, 12,000. So wow. it's not, I don't think it's going to be, it's only really increasing me by 3,000. Okay. That's not that's doable. That's not, a, that's not right. That's not, and now, and I, by the way, I'm not saying this to make myself be like, oh, yay, me. But I feel like everybody's number is relevant. And if you only get 7,000 a day, but you've been getting 7,000 a day for five years, then maybe it's time to get 9,000 a day. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. Everybody's number is relevant to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And I think that we just need to keep striving for something better. Because if we're just stuck in this, I always did this and I always do this. Right. Then where is the the room for growth? That's it. That's exactly what this looks. I mean, this entire topic should be about room for growth. Like that's what this is. Like everybody on here has that little bit of room to get a little bit better at something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. So this was great. This is a good eye-opening topic, I think. It was definitely for me. Yeah. I really like the thought of like, when we have that fight and flight, we have to figure out why, what, what's causing this right now. Am yes. I out of my comfort zone? Is somebody trying to break my comfort zone and, and make me do something I don't want to do? Yes. Yes. So, so do you have a call to action this week? Um, sort of. Okay. So while you were talking, cause I didn't really have one, but while you were talking, I was thinking, that I need, I have moments where I get um, anxious and okay. I don't always know why, but I need to stop in that moment and see what's actually happening right now. Why am I getting anxious? What's happening? Like, is it because something new is in the equation and is it a good thing or a bad thing? Like, is it, is it something that is disrupting my norm, my routine? Is there, it's a more like a mental call to action for me this week. Okay. But if you remember months ago, you had said a lot, sometimes you get anxious over some food you eat. Yeah. But I've eliminated most of that. But that's something, yeah, that's something to think about though. Like, okay, maybe if it's none of these things, then did I eat something yesterday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can feel it when I've, I, I don't even remember the last time I had color, but if I have something with food color in it, I, I know I'm going to feel bad the next really? day. And Jumping it's anxiety usually. It's anxiety for me. Hmm. And then I get real quiet and people are like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? It's just my anxiety manifests as freeze. You do freeze. That's a good thing. You do freeze. Yep. Or you do all, don't you? I do. I mean, Probably. I, I yeah. Probably. yeah. Yeah. It depends on who is causing it because there's fight you know there's also the flight which is the avoidance and there's also like yeah I do all three depending on it so I'm gonna like really spend some time if that happens and if I want to go for example go into the pantry I'm gonna say wait what's happening right now what's causing me this fight or flight reaction what's making me uncomfortable interesting yeah. I know that's not completely related to our topic, but it's okay. It is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, we cannot, we, it, and actually, even if it wasn't, who cares? This yeah. is about you too, right? Like you make this about you and your call to action can be whatever you want it to be. So thank you. Mm-hmm.
What's yours? Mine is the 15,000. 15,000. I'm really trying for it. I really am. I, I, I do. I'm dealing with an injury right now and I've been struggling and I really decided that I don't have to do anything fast. Like, so with your injury, how are you going to be able to get the steps in? I'm, I can do things slowly. I don't know why I make it so hard to go fast. Why do I have to go fast? Because you have a lot of things to do in your day. But I don't, but yes, but that's what I need to step back and go, that'll be there tomorrow. I can do that tomorrow. That's fair. Right? Yeah. I can do this. It's, it's not like I, I, I can do it. I'm so curious with your injury, how you're, I, I know you will, cause you're a very determined person, but I mean, maybe, maybe I won't, but I, I, I think I can. I think you can too. So yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, we got our homework definitely cut out for we us. We do. And we'll see if maybe I'll fail. Maybe, maybe I'll be amazing at it. And it'll, who knows? Yeah. You probably will be amazing at it. You're the best. You are my support. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, I hope you feel better. Thank you. You too. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.